Right, hello, welcome to the podcast, the very first one, Laughing the Pain. Laughing through the pain. Navigating the wellness. That was painful. We'd like to cover off who we are and why we're doing this, because we've been asked muchly in private. Uh, I'll kick off. I'm Andrew Esam. I work in London. Uh, Some of you may have heard of it. Uh, I enjoy creative writing, pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, and... Of course, I have an interest in wellness, which brings me here. In terms of credentials, mine are extremely limited. I do have a degree in psychology and I have a a curiosity, which I think is enough. Rich, who are you? Richard L. Blake coming at you. No, that's cringe. Uh, But there's going to be a fair few cringe things that we're going to say. And yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, AKA the breath geek. I am PhD candidate in psychology. I teach breathwork. I'm currently just, well, just writing up the results of the world's largest ever randomized control trial on conscious connected breathwork. I'm a biohacker. I'm an amateur CrossFit athlete, and I have a very obsessive passion for biohacking and wellness and psychology and things like that. And Basically, yeah, for the last 10 to 15 years, I've been diving deep into all things wellness and people have just kept on nagging me to be like, when are you going to do your podcast? You know, it's about time, Richard. Why are you wasting all your time hoarding all this information? It's now time to start spreading to share some of the stuff, you know, to share Absolutely. it. Exactly. Not, not so as you can it. see, I'm, I'm and, really... Uh... I'm carrying Rich here uh, with all his credentials. Actually, when so we went on a trip in uh, September 2022, which was um, ad, uh, ended in an untimely and horrendous fashion, which we will go into uh, in later. But I did feel a little bit like, and I don't know if I can use this because he's such a god, but I did feel a little bit like Louis Theroux in terms of thinking, what are these practices you keep? Like, who, who are these people? What are these alternatives? You're, you know, what? Why bother investing so much time and money into this stuff? What are the alternatives to established wisdom? And I sort of feel like I dip in, in and out of it. So I think that I'm, I'm just going to follow my curiosity, as I said earlier. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be good. Good, you, Andy, is going to be there to be the the listener in in some regards you know asking the questions that uh, some of our experts might not think because of the curse of knowledge they assume people know things when when not everyone does and and he has got that very useful perspective uh he's also very funny i don't know if you've noticed that whoa, he, he will whoa. show that at some point well, I like, I like, <laughs> he will get, like we'll get to that <laughs> i like that i've been put forward to the an- antidote to knowledge um but it is, to be fair, it is an overwhelming subject. And I think that like I'm probably more representative of the mainstream than you are in terms of I dip and out. I dip in and out. I'm not as committed to this stuff. I don't have the information at my fingertips. Uh, but I also, in terms of that, I think it is also important to keep things light. I think I've seen a lot of people who take this very, very seriously and are almost dogmatic about it and evangelical. And I think, it, you know, it's supposed to keep wellness is supposed to keep you well so i think it's important to keep sight of that um so we're not experts is that fair to say yeah. rich i mean you might roll your eyes at that um but in many ways that's um, the point. i i'm i'm an expert <laughs> i'm yeah. an expert you're not an expert in all of wellness you can't be 
Oh no, I'd say I'm an expert in some things, though. I think I think okay. so. That's why I think that's why people keep asking me questions as if I'm an expert. At least all the people that ask me questions have made me think I'm an expert. But yeah, mm. certainly there are people who, who are a hundred times more expert than me in in many many topics. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and what you're saying about the wellness industry and its issues. Yeah, some of this, the reason we're doing this podcast is to uh, kind of curtail some of the growth <laughs> of the wellness industry. Yeah. Not, not curtail it, but shape it. Because as as people know, you know, snake oil salesmen have been around for, you know, hundreds of years. And that whole snake oil thing was, maybe, maybe that was the birth of the wellness industry, people selling things that don't really work overhyping them and tricking vulnerable people into parting with their money and that's what we are going to be trying to help people with is avoid some of the uh, the, the rubbish the nonsense the the overhype the unscrupulous stuff and yeah certainly i think with with biohackers like you said you know, some people can get quite like cultish about this and it becomes mm. their, their religion. You know, um, was that G.K. Chesterton quote saying, you know, t- uh, when you take away religion, someone will, will believe in anything. And I think a lot mm. of people have started believing like, you know, their EMF protection is is going to, you know, take them to hell. What does EMF stand like for that. again, Rich? Um, Electromagnetic fields, uh, frequencies? frequencies fields. yeah we'll get into more of that frequencies uh, yeah, we'll get yeah. into that in in the future well, at some point of course we won't be alone uh for this journey will we rich i don't think that would be fair uh on on our audience so from from next week or next episode we'll be joined by some learned exceptional guests to help us on the way um we'll talk a little bit about that later but who is it for rich yeah who is it for it's for people who want to learn about wellness people who want to know about breath work i think it's also a lot for breath work practitioners and wellness practitioners and nutritionists people who are actually practicing who want to have that sort of um you know they already know that this stuff works you know we're not going to be trying to convince people that like eating a healthy diet or doing exercise is good hopefully the people who are listening to this already know that but these people are that uh, they want to know, okay, what you know, what's the longest lever? What things really make a difference, and what things are yeah. a bit of a waste of money or only marginal? And often, you know, for for who is an intervention right, and at what time is an intervention right? So going into more of the nuances there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah for, I mean, for I, general people who are interested in health and wellness, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think you're absolutely right. I think I see it as a sort of anyone who has a, even a passing interest. In wanting to improve emotional state, physical state, um, spiritual awareness, social connections. I mean, obviously, we're not going to be, t- be able to touch all of those things in one episode, but I think that has got to be the aim. Um, and I think it'll encompass all of those in the fullness of time. And as I said, it's supposed to be lighthearted. It's supposed to, you know, not be, be intimidated. I think it's fair to say Rich will probably judge you, but I definitely won't. Um, and I'm happy to join you all in the beginner circle and, and learn with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is one of the functions of the podcast is so I can judge people en masse <laughs> because judging yeah. is not enough for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember a couple of instances on the road trip where I would sort of walk in and I'd be smelling of, let's just say, mainstream deodorant and um, I'd just get this uh, this glare from you and I knew that I was in trouble. Uh, so it'd be nice to spread that about and, a bit and actually sort of you know, add some scorn to uh, other people and 
people will write in and you can just dismiss them as imbeciles. That'd be quite fun. Um, so yeah, yeah and, I'm sure and, that'd uh, be fun for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we want beginners, experts, skeptics, realists, professionals. We'll take the lot, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah, we're niching right down. <laughs> um, so, what, what, uh, what to expect? That's a good question. Yeah, what Obviously to expect? So, I mean, most said that. Yeah, fairly fairly broad, but I would say mainly encompassing our interests. I guess you know some of the reason we're doing this podcast, or some of the reason I'm doing this podcast, is to is to learn from people I'm actually interested in learning from. And uh, you know, I have a a few passions, not just you know, not just wellness. So hopefully, we will keep things um, broad and keep the guests entertained. Sorry, the listeners entertained. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, I think also we should expect a little bit of like uh, a little bit of critique. You know, as I say, uh, you know, some people may come on and just expect to just give you know an advertisement for whatever it is they're selling. And I feel like some that's basically what a lot of podcasts are is just long adverts where people get to just yeah. sell and, and not necessarily make up, but maybe exaggerate some of their claims. And I think I'm going to try and be holding people accountable to to stay okay. stay truthful and maybe challenge some of the people on on some of their assertions and you know being a phd candidate i am an, an evidence-based person i do like to to do my research and of course there are limitations to the scientific method but yeah I, i'm not gonna i'm gonna try not to let people off uh when maybe i was gonna say don't make you know, it all i don't want to be pressed. sat there as some sort of mediator just sort of watching you bicker um I'll try and keep. I'll tell you yeah, what. I'll try and keep I mean, that's sweet. not fun. You can just go in hard on them. <laughs> that's what we'll go for. Good cop, bad um, cop. Good yeah, cop, exactly, bad yeah. cop. Yeah. Yeah, but let's remember also. I think like this. This came out when I was in a few conversations that like it's quite a privilege to be able to just dis- dis- discuss these things, and it's supposed to be like a kind of, you know, a- 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 an ad. It's supposed to be something that kind of gives something back, I suppose, in terms of. Ultimately, you're trying to improve people's existence, which I think is a, a noble aim. Um, yes. So, yeah. And I also think that vulnerable people need to be protected from some experts who are maybe looking out for themselves and their own pockets rather than the best interests of the consumers. Okay. So I'm going to be and championing so, the consumer, if you like, the people's champ. The consumer. Wow, the people's champ. Okay, that's bold. I like no. it. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I might take it back, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting like Batman and Robin vibes where I'm just, or no, maybe like Sherlock Holmes and Watson where I just sort of follow around. No, and like Batman do and Robin admin. is great. Batman yeah. and Robin is great. We're the Batman and Robin of the wellness industry. That's it. That's what they'll okay. call us. <laughs> okay excellent so uh weekly i think there'll be some weekly features i'm thinking i mean a lot of them will be revealed partly because they haven't been um determined yet but i do want to do andy's wellness tip for the week uh you probably expect that to come from rich but as you've probably gathered he's pretty close-minded about these things and i'm he would say that i'm gullible but actually i've just got a really really open mind uh so i'm going to be presenting a wellness tip for the week and we can discuss that. And I will have done my research, so watch out. Okay, good. Uh, other one we're going to do is BS of the week. And uh, I'm going to 
regale you with a story of some BS, some grade A life coaching industry BS. So you've heard this one before, what? Andy, but the listeners obviously won't have. Yeah. Go on. What? What? Um, yeah, no, I was going to say, what happens if my wellness tip for the week is also BS? Then we've effectively got two BSs of the week. But I suppose that's okay, isn't it? Two for one. Bargain. Oh. It's, yeah, great value for the listeners then. They're saving <laughs> time. So you've got, one. okay, give, give us, um, you've obviously got loads of examples in mind. Give, give us an example of uh, BS of the week, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah. And I'll actually, so, I'm going to decide uh, if this is BS or, or not, because uh, you're putting the case forward. I'm going to be the judge. Off you go. All right. So a little while ago, I got a little email in my email inbox that said, congratulations, Richard L. Blake. You have been nominated as one of our top 10 life coaches of the year. And I was Whoa. like, hmm, this is this is big, especially as I'm not a life coach. coach but OK, <laughs> no. I'm not a life coach. I am certified as a life coach and I was a life coach for a very short amount of time before I sort of saw the error of my ways there. So I went back to them. I was like, wow, I can't believe you nominated me. I'm so thankful. What was it that made you want me to to be on your top 10 list? And they were just like, we just really like what you're putting out there. And I was like, yeah, me too. It's good stuff what I'm putting out there. Thanks. Uh, anything in particular that you like that I'm putting out there? And they were just like, yeah, those articles. I was like, oh yeah, my articles. Some of them are really good, actually. Was, it, was there anyone in particular? And I just kept on going back <laughs> and forwards, being like, anything in, in the article that you liked? Until eventually they're just like look it's five hundred dollars do you want to be on this list or not <laughs> oh, right, okay uh, i was gonna say what's the kicker fine. because um yeah you know yeah. It, it seems like quite a kind thing to, to to do maybe you could have put that at the bottom of your i don't know email signature rich blake top 10 yeah life coaches presumably in the world i would think i'm one of the top 10 life coaches in the world yeah it's not a very high standard so yeah um but Ooh. the reason i share this story is is oh yeah exactly the reason i share this is because the life coaching industry is completely unregulated it is the wild west and there are a lot of people who have done weekend courses and they are giving people advice on their mental health when they have absolutely no business giving people advice on their mental health without the proper qualifications licensure and oversight so i mean this is this is what is going to what will probably happen they probably will get 10 life coaches who are like oh brilliant yeah i'm going to be on the top 10 list and they're going to put that on their website and their email signature and someone who knows nothing about the life coaching industry is going to go in to their email and be like oh wow this person's one of the top 10 best life coaches in the world i'm definitely giving up giving them my money and signing up for their 20 package incubator course to improve my life my orgasmic awakening program or whatever it is um and that's that's bs because they're clearly not the top 10 best life coach in the world and there's no way for the consumer to know until now until okay, laughing through well, the pain comes along and rescues them <laughs> as you know I'm, I'm the judge of that and i think that does sound like bs to be fair but they did. They wouldn't send that email to me. They wouldn't send that to someone who wasn't a life coach at a period in time. But I suppose that is that is a bit disingenuous and not particularly uh, okay. So yeah, okay, I'll put that in the BS box of the week, or whatever. Uh, it used to be Room One Hundred One, didn't it? That was a good show. Uh, okay, the BS box of the oh, week. Yeah. We're going to put 
whatever company that was, top 10 life coaches. Of yeah, the I'm not, I'm not going to name them, but if you ever see someone with a, you know, nominated as a top 10 list, you might want to delve a little bit deeper into that. Swerve. Okay. Um, okay, mate. Why, why do we need this million dollar question here? Uh, I think you said it best. Well, I'll tell you why I, I need to do this is because I get a lot of messages from my friends and, and followers on Instagram being like, what do you think about this product? Should I do this? I've discovered this thing. They're claiming this thing. And instead of me just sending a message just to one person, I can send a podcast and it'll go out to many people and I can say, hey, thanks for that question. Go listen to the podcast. I've researched your question and spoken about it in this podcast so that's why i need it to save myself some time from uh, from answering these <laughs> questions for free so maybe it's more just this you and i need this no one actually needs this we we need this um but yeah, actually we need you also this, said, yeah you, you feel that there's a real dearth in the market for um white middle class privileged individuals behind a microphone creating a plan yeah exactly i mean really we need more straight white cisgendered middle-class men in their 30s doing podcasts because Absolutely. what are we going to do without them? We need to get those numbers up. I actually went to dinner with my old boss the other night. Um, he'll be listening. It was delicious. Thank you. Uh, I didn't know his 20-year-old daughter uh, would be back. I guess she was on a break from uni. And I didn't actually tell her anything about, about this, um, but she volunteered during the evening that she thought that white men should be banned from buying microphones. Uh, so, I mean, luckily we, we weren't banned. We have bought microphones. So suck it up by the cup. You know, here's another one. But it was just so, it was so curious. I was like, I, I don't know enough about the, the, I guess the, the statistics about who's doing podcasts, but she was completely adamant that there should be no more of, of what we're creating. So there we go. Yeah. Right. One fan. Well, let's hope, Hopefully she doesn't get into any sort of, you know, position of government and we go back into some kind of, yeah, 1984 totalitarian dictatorship where we're, we're being banned from, from podcasting. Sounds a little bit um, prejudiced, if I might, yeah, if I might say. That, that was, um, uh, and a bit, that was a little one bit of offensive. a yeah. that made me feel wildly uncomfortable to be there, but I was invited, so I thought I'd, I'd stick around and, and see what she had to say. But yeah. actually going back to your... I wonder... Um, I wonder if, I wonder what she would say if 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 that was directed at a different group, like uh, uh, I, you know, let's say it was a, a person of a different color or a different gender, and it was someone else mm. saying that. I wonder why is it you can only mm. say bad things about straight white males? Yeah, I just thought it was very um, strange that she didn't actually know what that was doing, and she just volunteered that out of the blue. Um, but to your point, I think uh, the other thing I'm I'm really looking forward to in my kind of exploration journey, if I can call it that, is that. I do find the whole thing, the whole sector quite overwhelming. I think because people are trying to sell things, it, it makes the, it, it very cloudy. It's hard to kind of see what are the good uh, things to pick out of your Instagram targeted adverts and what's the complete nonsense. And I also think, you know, I ultimately want to build better habits to improve my wellness. I mean, isn't that what we're all trying to do with meditation and sleeping? It's It's trying to, it's got a genuine purpose. So, even if we can kind of improve understanding just a little bit, um, I'm I'm here for it, as they say these days. And yes. I'm, I'm curious to ask you as well about the um, 
obviously say mis- misinformation and malintent in the wellness industry. I think also, as well as highlighting that, I think hopefully, well, a lot of our guests are some sort of genuine, genuine people, companies, practices that actually do good work for humanity. So as, as well as kind of calling out the nonsense and uh, maybe have, poking a bit of fun of it, it's also about kind of pushing some genuinely good lights forward as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have some good guests and things. And uh, yeah, I know we said earlier that we'd have people we're going to challenge. We're not going to have anyone on there. We're going to, you know, try and humiliate or anything like that. All our guests are going to be people that are, we feel very well aligned with and we can have good conversations with and uh, learn things from. Absolutely. Yeah. And I quite like the fact that the wellness, in, I mean, you said it uh, to me in a text message, but the, the wellness industry is just so vast that it kind of makes me feel a little bit more empowered to go into it because I know that no one could possibly cover every blade of grass. So it makes me feel that, you know, if I've got, if, if I'm researching something, a topic from scratch, maybe you're also researching that topic from scratch and there's new research coming out all the time. So I think I'm kind of feeling a little bit more empowered by the fact that it's impossible to be an expert on all of it. Although I know you profess to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I am an expert in, in a very small field. I mean, in breathwork, I think I think it's fair to say I'm an expert in conscious connection. No, you are. You are. Given that let, I, let me just I, state I, that. Episode I, um, one, you are. I mean, okay, good. I have read every single academic paper ever published on conscious connected breathwork. It took me three years, but that is what a PhD is. It's about becoming an expert. Um, and yeah, I, I think you know, one of the ways I think I I can help people, uh, you know, one of the reasons why people ask me questions on Instagram and things is because I don't just get my information from Netflix documentaries or Instagram or TikTok. It's because I actually enjoy reading academic papers. I have a subscription to things like examine.com where they do research reviews. And yeah, I'm a little bit more evidence-based than uh, your, your average Instagram influencer. And I think that leads on to, in terms of the format, I think we're going to uh, produce links to articles or key articles that are sourced um, in the podcast and basically references uh, that are brought up by, <clears throat> excuse me, our guests so that you don't have to kind of spend as long as we will researching stuff. We will just signpost you to the good bits. Yeah, exactly. We're here to save you time. Yeah. Um and so when to expect it i think is it fair to say expect the unexpected or weekly yeah exactly <laughs> keep them guessing that's what the audience like they like to be kept we haven't guessing. discussed it <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah we have discussed it i think we're, the, the goal is one one episode a week um seasons at a time so we'll do several at a time and then probably take some breaks or a break mm-hmm. to to record and then come back stronger with feedback from our our guests and our listeners and continuing to grow we definitely have uh, an ambition to avoid pod fade pod fade is supposedly yeah. where uh, you get bored of doing a podcast after a while like most people do apparently if you make it past 21 episodes this is a rough statistic around 20 episodes you're in like the top 99 percent one percent of all podcasters in history because most people don't get past that 20 mark so Amazing. we're going to do 21 well, for, and then for, we'll do yeah well, absolutely we're doing 21 in fact for our 21st i think i should so it should be said by the way 
Rich, you are in Walnut Creek, California. That's that right. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. I am in uh, uh, London, central London. So for our 21st episode, I reckon we try and do it together. Um, I'm coming over to the States. So let's try and be together for that one. And we'll drink loads of champagne let's do at it. the top 0.1% of podcasters, did you say? Perfect. Yeah, we'll be in the 1%. Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, so, okay, that's when to expect it. How do we find it? How do, we, how do we, we find it? it? Well, how do they we find are, it? They'll find it on podcasts, all good podcast hosting platforms and some rubbish ones, as they used to say in <laughs> Soccer AM. Uh, that's an old reference for you there. One for the kids. So, um, yes. Apple Music. So it's going to be Apple Music, Spotify. We're going to upload it to YouTube as well, video stuff. And we'll be putting out reels on our social media as well. And I really want it to be quite interactive. Like I said, I get a lot of messages on Instagram and things like that. I like them. I'm pretending I'm cool yeah. and I don't want them. No. Keep sending me messages. Send me more messages. Well, that ask me actually and I'll... leads me on to my next uh, my next point, which is social media. <laughs> You're a bit more of a social media presence than I am, the breath geek. But I think it's fair to say we'll try and engage on all the normal channels. And if the audience is half as nice as they were on Rich's pod- last podcast appearance, we will be only too happy to engage. So let's give a bit of flavour about how that went, Rich. What? To give us some. Uh, give us some context. Yeah, right. So here I am. I'm on a podcast talking about my stuff that I'm an expert in, like at EMFs. <laughs> and, well, and that is like electromagnetic frequencies. Yes, that's right. So I'm talking about them. I'm telling about how to mitigate them. And this is a, a kind of, yeah, a, a colleague, a guy. Uh, maybe we'll have him on. Uh, it's called. He's called the Conscious Founder. And he clipped this 90 second portion of me talking about EMF and put it up on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok account. I've never been on there. But then after um, uh, a few weeks when they published it, I got an email from them saying, hey, your video is really blowing up on TikTok. You might want to go check it out. Oh, God. And what does that mean? I went, so I went blowing up, is, that, is that number of views? Is that, is that, is that I, I think for viral, yeah. It just means getting a lot of attention. So I think it maybe got like 40,000 views and then a few hundred comments. So um, I don't know what, there are There are like criteria for what's like viral. I don't think this is classed as viral, okay. but let's say they said it was blowing up. It got a lot of attention, a lot more attention than some of their other stuff, basically. Um, and yeah, the, the comments were not really well, that much about the EMF. <laughs> as luck would have it. <laughs> I have gone on to the comments uh, and I wonder if you could just sort of respond to my favourite four comments from a variety of people. Um, I don't know what you were talking about here, but Zane said, Zane, just Zane, life is too short to do all of this. Does that mean the, you know, anything to do with wellness or what, what, what were you talking about? Can you give us a bit? Zane's obviously a bit fed up about that. Are your advice? What, what were you talking about? Yeah, so I was saying things like wear wired headphones instead of earbuds because of the uh, the radiation that goes in through through your brain. There, I was also saying I was using a an EMF shielded 
uh, fanny pack or bum bag, if you like. And uh, yeah, turning my Wi-Fi off at night. Nothing, nothing drastic. Things that take maybe one to two seconds to put on headphones and to turn the Wi-Fi off. I don't know how short, how much time this guy's got left. It doesn't sound like he's got many, many years left well, on him if he hasn't got a few seconds sounds, to turn his Wi-Fi off. Yeah, it sounds like if if we're thinking someone's getting way too, you know, if, if what they're describing looks like it's going to take forever, too many life adjustments, too much of an imposition, we can just go back to Zane and just say, look, life is too short to do all of this. Um, yeah, second comment. Don't worry about it, mate. Josh Oscar. Josh, Josh Oscar. Yeah, Josh Oscar. He, that's you, he also has a receding hairline and a ponytail. So basically, he's an apprentice groomer. That I mean, like, is, he is right is, about the receding hairline. <laughs> you're, you're, Rich is yeah. my best looking friend. I'm way less good looking than Rich. I'm going to get absolutely mullered here. This is, that was fucking yeah. savage. Yeah. It was it was harsh. Um, I don't know how the link between receding hairline ponytail gets conflated with with paedophilia or grooming, but um, yeah, certainly I do have. Oh, it's not even a ponytail. It's a man bun. It's different. It's, <laughs> no, the tail is long, like a horse's tail, like a pony's tail. Um, and yeah, the receding well, hairline. Sorry, I've got a receding hairline. Do I apologise for that? I'm not even sure you did. Look, Josh Oscar, if you're listening, please be kind and have a beer and go and do something you want to do because you obviously don't want to engage in anything that we're interested in. So that's Josh Oscar dealt with. We've got oh, 40 nuggets. Four zero nuggets, not one four. Four zero nuggets. I don't know what you were talking about here. I line the inside of my woolly hat with tinfoil. Works a treat. What? Yeah. <laughs> you got to help me here. So What's that, happening here? That, I think it's from a fictional book about a guy who thought the government were listening to his thoughts and aliens were listening to his thoughts. So he, he created a tinfoil hat to stop to block the uh, you know the radio signals that were going into his brain. And so now anyone who wants to uh, poo-poo or ignore the scientifically proven consequences of too much radiation, just say, yeah, that is, uh, that's a tinfoil hat thing. And, and with this stuff, it's like, I feel like one of the biggest problems of people's, you know, the average, the average uh, midwits uh, ability is they can't see anything but black and white it's either emfs are completely useful and have no consequences whatsoever or they're completely harmful and we should never use bluetooth we should never use wi-fi when the truth is somewhere in the middle and the truth is also very subjective some people are much more sensitive to emf some people have much bigger pools of antioxidants that can deal with the reactive oxygen species that emfs have been shown to to create in people and yeah. it's about balancing, yeah, you know, balancing your circumstances with uh, your lifestyle, as well as balancing the convenience. So, so for me, sometimes I do wear Bluetooth headsets. <gasps> Some biohackers are going to be really offended by that. When I'm in the gym, I think the damage or the, from me getting so annoyed at having wireless headphones when I'm working out, sorry, wired headphones, wired headphones as it like. Yeah. 
Yeah, wired headphones as I drop it for the 15th time trying to do I don't know, whatever, a snatch or a clean and jerk. That is, this cortisol is probably worse than the Bluetooth going into my brain for a few minutes. And with EMF, just like everything else, the, the devil is in the dose. It's about distance to the emf it's about duration and it's about potency so don't just be black and white who was it oscar something josh oscar uh, think about was, things no, it was actually, a bit of your own 40 research. nuggets 40 nuggets 40, nuggets 40 bloody nuggets um, 40 bloody nuggets well i think the other yeah i mean that's the thing isn't it i mean if you if you uh it's not as you say it's it's a it's a do do what you makes you feel comfortable and uh each their own as they say well we've got one more and this this is from Bob, so just Bob. Did, did TikTok? You don't have to have a long, longer username. I mean, Bob feels maybe, like that. Maybe he's anyway, an early Bob, adopter. I, I think you were saying. I actually watched this bit. It was quite an interesting point. Basically, saying that you limit um, your exposure to EMFs. An easy way to do that is if you're at home or something and you've got your phone on loudspeaker, just move it a little bit away from your head. Fairly non-controversial, Bob. People that have conversations on loudspeaker are some of the worst creatures available. Not around. Available. Available. Yeah. Bob is not having that at all. Uh, All right, Bob. Listen listen to this. Listen to this, Bob. Bob. So there's something called the inverse square law, Bob, if that is your real name. (laughs) Inverse square law, where radiation drops off proportionally to the distance away from the source of radiation. If you have your phone up to your head, you are getting a lot more radiation. Whereas if you take it about four foot away from your head, you're getting rid of about 90% of that radiation. So by speaking on loudspeaker, when the the phone is pumping out the most radiation, which is when you're on a call, you are reducing your harm from this type of thing. So Bob, you don't have to do loudspeaker when you're you know, in a class or you're at work and people can hear you. You can do it at home if you like. You don't have to well, do it where it's going to annoy people. I think you've put Bob in his place there, hit him with a big old chunk of science, but I wager that he'll probably write similar stuff when i hope i hope they do all listen because it'd be nice to engage with them if they are yeah. half as yeah if they're yeah. sympathetic and kind like these lot we're gonna have a lot of fun getting to know the audience better aren't we um yes that's so, right and it and it does remind me of that um that ricky gervais joke you know the one about guitar lessons that uh, supposedly uh what's his name stole Je- um, james corden did steal this james- joke it applies to people on the internet it applies to people listening to podcasts and it applies to wellness industry information so the joke was sometimes let's say you walk into the village square and you see a piece of paper you know, advertising guitar lessons and they have those little bits of, you know, paper that you cut off to get the phone number and then you can call up if you want guitar lessons. And Ricky Gervais does this impression where he and says, this person, take, and James Corden, yeah, not at the same time, uh, separate times, call up the person advertising guitar lessons, say, hello, yeah, you selling guitar lessons? Yeah, yes, I am. I don't want any. Slams the phone down. <laughs> it's like why are you getting why are you 
getting angry about someone's advertising guitar lessons just because you don't want any. If I give someone advice like Andy, and it's about Andy, for you in particular, your particular circumstances are you need to do more ice baths because it's really going to help with the inflammation that you've been creating from playing your five-a-side football. Maybe someone else doesn't need to do ice baths. Maybe that information is good information for 90% of people, but you're in the 10% and that is not necessarily for you. Don't get angry at me because their advice isn't relevant to you. I like you've been on a couple of rants this episode. It bodes well for future ones. I want you to get I want you to get worked up, yeah. hot under the collar, fire in the belly. Um, yeah. which leads us on fire to the, what yeah. I was <laughs> I was gonna say as well, which is that a lot of this stuff, I mean, if you actually did every practice to improve your well being in a given day, I fear you would run out of time even if you uh worked or rested for twenty four hours. So I think the disclaimer for all of this is that we're going to promote things that might be good for you, uh, probably good for you, but we're not necessarily going to ram it down your throat and you have to do it and you have to wake up at five and do a four hours of working out, ice bath, meditation, journaling. It's it's kind of, you know, pick what you like, leave what you don't, as you said. Yeah, take take it take as you as you like and bear in mind that this is my obsession this is my hobby i love this stuff i do it because i'm interested in it i don't do all of it just because i absolutely have to i do it because it's my career as well like people you know pay me to do things and advise on these types of things uh you if you are you know an accountant or a police officer or things you probably don't need to do as many things as i do and I don't want you to feel guilty about that. I don't want you to feel bad because you don't have the the time or the finances or whatever to not do those things. Um, what I will request, though, <laughs> this is my biggest bugbear. <laughs> Whenever I tell people about what I do, they're always, they, they, they roll their eyes and go like, oh, yeah, yeah. How do you how do you tell me that you don't have kids without telling me you don't have kids? It's your you tell me about your morning Ooh. routine, or tell you how do you tell me you 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 don't have a nine to five job without Was telling that forty me you nuggets that saying that? Job. That sounds like something forty nuggets would say. Uh, no, it's not someone. Something is said directly to me, but. fine if you don't have time fine also a lot of people do have a lot of people do have the time it's just they rather you know watch netflix spend time on instagram and tiktok uh compulsively shop uh go drinking go to restaurants i don't do many of those things i don't watch a lot of tv i don't go out to restaurants i don't go to bars i don't go shopping like i prefer to use my time for my hobby which is wellness industry don't you say to me i don't have time when i could just say well i can see your i can see your netflix account you spent four hours binge watching that that documentary or whatever it was you do have the time it's just you would rather do other things well for those of you who are worried that uh rich sounds a little bit like uh, too professional let me assure you i will be going to bars i will be going to restaurants i will be hung over on occasion and I'll tell you what that's like as well. And we'll have a little bit of a balance in that regard. Rich, I want to get people excited about the coming upcoming episodes. So what can we say about who is joining us? When are they joining us? What sort of topics are we going to cover? Let's give them a little bit of a flavour for that. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to do a drum roll. Uh, it's not going to work. Oh, come on, Riverside <laughs> Studios. We'll, we'll, edit, a we'll edit a drum roll in. Or I can just go. Uh, no, do it. Is that, is that one? Oh, it's loading. 
floating rubbish. All right. Oh yeah, we've got these amazing guests. Oh my goodness, these guys and girls and oh, they're going to be the best. Uh, yeah, so who have we got? We've got James Dowler off of Breathe with James, the man the Evening Standard put on their front page with the question, can this man save us from our COVID-19 anxiety? And we will yes, be asking him can. when he did save us. We'll ask him when he comes on, did you save everyone? Like the Evening I'm Standard. I'm actually exceptionally uh, excited question. to meet James because um, I went for coffee with someone uh, who... Uh, and I told them a little bit about what we're doing. And I, they said, who are you getting on? And I said, James Dowler. And she said, he's the nicest guy I've ever met. I thought, wow, that's a pretty good start. So even if we don't agree, he's going to be nice. And we like nice people. Yes. So I'm looking forward to meeting him immensely. Yeah, he's, uh, I wouldn't say he's, yeah, he's, he's great. I don't oh, know. You don't like I him. think that's what, well, oh, okay. I'll no, tell you. I'll tell you. Good. I'll tell you. No, I definitely like him. But <laughs> one of the reasons he's going to be coming on is to be talking a little bit about the problems in the wellness industry and the breathwork industry. And he is. Uh, he like me thinks that there needs to be more to done done to regulate the breathwork industry. And uh, yeah, we're going to get his opinion on uh, on some of the unscrupulous cool. practices, do dodgy breath workers, dodgy breath work teacher training schools. So some of the people he's going to be talking about probably don't think he's that nice. Well, I will say for that episode, I, do, I probably will feel a little bit intimidated and like I'm just sort of dead wood because you've got two of the, the breath work gurus meeting of minds. What the hell am I going to be doing? Am I just going to be... Um, Breathing, listening, breathing, taking it all in. Well, you're going to be you're going to be giving the perspective of the the, the client, effectively. Oh, I get it. Layman's it. terms. Why don't you just right? call me layman's terms? We'll put it all in layman's terms. Because because you, your name's Andy. Um, we'll put it in Andy. Call you layman if you like. <laughs> Andy yeah, I might layman. as well be. Is that, is that, yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna swap. Is, is, is I'm not gonna read all the studies. I'm not. I'm going to swap. I'm not going to read well, all of the breathwork studies, but I am going to read. I'm going to do my research, and I'm going to come in hot with some fizzing facts and insight. And James Dowler is going to be like, "Wow, this!" I thought I was talking to the wow. breath. Which one of you's the breath geek? That's what he's going to say. Yeah, that's what he'll say. Yeah. Anyway, he'll who else say, have we got? Yeah. Anyway, we've got Mike Richards. AKA the traveling ape just written his uh, released his book on, on he's a geopolitical consultant and meditation teacher to the houses of parliament uh Ooh. so yeah he's going to be talking about meditation traveling a bit of psychology that kind of thing he's um he's traveled to nearly every country in the world so yeah 155 uh, out of 195 uh, to be precise i'm currently reading his yeah, book well, and uh it is yeah, very too. entertaining as well he's obviously a funny guy so looking forward to him he as is. well. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Then we have Alex Manos, who's the founder of Health Path. So he's a he's kind of nutritionist. Uh, he has this company where they do a lot of testing for you know things like biomarkers, testosterone, stool tests, and things like that. So we're you know, moving into the world of nutrition slightly with uh, with Alex. I've been on his wow. podcast a couple of times. So um, yeah, returning the favor there. 
And then we have Dr. Br uh, Warren Bradley from Hytro. So Hytro is this new company that's created uh, easy-to-do blood flow restriction bands. So blood flow restriction is this type of like bodybuilding technique where normally you would like wrap a hose pipe or a rubber band around a muscle and you restrict the blood flow and that enables you to tear the muscle more quickly and rebuild it um, more effectively with using lesser weights or uh, you know, lighter weights. And they are working with people like Hull City Football Club, uh, the England Rugby Sevens team. So, yeah, they've got a lot of access to, to some of the, the world's top athletes. So it'll be really interesting to hear about this new technology that they have sort of like perfected and, and made it easy for, you know, your average person to do occlusion training. Fantastic. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn more. That's for sure. So hopefully yeah, and we're, we're also well. going to be having... We're going to be having your mate as well, Georgia Ems as well. What can you say about Georgia? Georgia, uh, she's she's very, very cool. Um, she's a yoga instructor and she's also bringing wellness into businesses and trying to sort of uh, formulate bespoke packages to improve employee well-being, which I think is actually very important. I think I, I can't speak for America, but uh, in this country, you hear a lot about, oh, you know, we care about our employees' well-being and uh, we're really we're really on top of our employees' well-being, and you actually find out they don't. I don't know what that actually means. They don't they don't put any substance to that. Um, so I think it's really interesting that she's working with companies to actually put some meaning behind those words. And um, I don't know if well-being washing is a term, but I think there's a little bit of that going on, a little bit of like yeah. virtue signalling with companies. And I think it's great that Georgia's actually trying to kind of put these um, yeah put some really cool. Uh, programs in place to actually improve employee well-being and i think that's great kudos yeah absolutely totally agree looking forward to having her on cool all right, well i think all right yeah. then yeah should we tell people where to uh where to find us um how, how do they find you andy oh how to find me i was going to say we have told them how to find us uh they can find me at andy esam on instagram uh where can they find you rich blake also on Instagram, thankfully very much. Yes, uh, at the Breath Geek on Instagram, and yeah, we've already said the podcasts are going to be going up on on YouTube. Uh, we'll be doing videograms for Instagram. We're going to be on Apple and uh, all all the all the top podcast hosting sites, aren't we? So like, subscribe, follow. Like, subscribe, follow, yeah. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm going to find myself a really cool handle because if you're at the Breath Geek, I feel like I should be like the wellness wanderer. Wonder Woman. I'll work like, on Wonder it. I will woman. work on Wonder it. Wellness <laughs> Man. Yeah. Wanderlust. Wellness lust. I will. No, I'll think of something cool. And uh, yeah, Andy Sam is, that's my full name. It's not, it's not very exciting. But anyway, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And um We'll see you in a while. We'll see you very soon, hopefully, right? Right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.